Oh no, I I don't know why I haven't said I haven't said anything. I can't hear anything. <laughs> I've just been wearing them like a little hat. Ah, there you are. <laughs> okay, ready? Okay, yeah. We're gonna clap on three. Yeah. One, two, two three. three. Welcome back. I'm Alyssa. I'm Riley. And this is fan, fan fiction the, the podcast. podcast. It's the show where we find the horniest fan fiction on the internet and read it with the funniest people in New York City. And today, the funniest people in New York City is Hi, Beth Slack. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are going to be reading. You want me to do what? And Beth will be playing Snape, Headmaster, Ron, Hermione, Fred or George, Little Girl. And McGonagall. I can't wait. <laughs> you want me to do what? What? Harry asked dull. You heard us. Potter. Snape sneered. Draco is some sort of man Vila, and he's chosen you for his mate. But we hate each other? Harry looked at the headmaster. Why the hell does he want to marry me? That's a matter for the two of you to discuss, Harry. The headmaster smiled gently. Now, all we have to do is perform the ceremony and you will be Mrs. Malfoy. What? Harry couldn't believe that Dumbledore was expecting him to go through with this. Always the spoiled child. Snape sneered again. You don't expect the scion of the Malfoy family to take the name of Potter, do you? I meant why you expected all agree to this. Harry stared at the headmaster in shock. Because if you don't, I'm afraid that young Mr. Malfoy will die. The headmaster shook his head sadly. And I know that you don't want that to happen. Not wanting it to happen and agreeing to marry Malfoy to stop it are two different things. Harry's eyes scoured the room looking for a way to escape. Why can't he find someone else? I think it would be best to refer to him as Draco from now on, Harry. The headmaster scolded gently. And as for why... Well, you're the one he's chosen, and I'm afraid that he might go rogue if you reject him. <laughs> he's rogue anyway. Harry couldn't believe this was happening. What's wrong with you? Everyone deserves a chance to stay in the light. Dumbledore ignored Harry's objections. And to be quite frank, your attitude about this situation is starting to disturb me. Disturb you? Harry asked shrilly. I'm the one that you're trying to marry off to Malfoy! It's for the greater good, Harry. Dumbledore gave a grandfatherly smile. Can't you see that? Well, if it's for the greater good. Harry smiled nervously as a plan began to form. Can I go back to my dorm for a few hours to gather things? Of course, Harry. The headmaster nodded. The ceremony won't be held until after the evening meal, so that should give you plenty of time to prepare. Bye now. Harry slowly backed out of the room, not wanting to turn his back on either of the two crazy men. Are sure Harry will laugh when we tell him that it was all a May Fool's Day prank? Dumbledore asked his potions master. One would think that this sort of thing would anger him. Of course he'll laugh. The oily head of house assured his boss. 
Not only will it make him laugh, but I believe it will also foster a greater understanding between the houses. Oh well, if you really think so... Dumbledore happily popped a lemon drop in his mouth. I do have to say, though, that I'm glad that you're finally forgiving the boy for who his father was. Yes, forgiving. Snape resisted the urge to laugh evilly as he imagined the look on the arrogant brat's face when he learned it was all a joke. Harry's heart seemed like it was going to explode as he ran toward the Gryffindor common rooms. Wrong! Everybody looked up as he burst into the room. Get Hermione, Fred, and George and meet me in our dormitory and hurry up! We don't have much time. Within minutes, Ron gathered the three students and brought them to the dormitory that he shared with the boy who lived. The four of them watched for several seconds as Harry frantically threw items in his trunk before Hermione decided to break the silence. What, what are, are you doing? doing? And, and why, why did you, you call, call us, Harry? Harry? Dumbledore wants me to marry Malfoy to keep him from turning rogue. Harry didn't pause his packing. I need your help to escape Hogwarts and get out of the country before that happens. Well, he can't do that. Ron's face turned as red as his hair. Can he? I'm not gonna stay here to find out. Harry had finished his packing and shrunk his trunk. Will you help me or do I have to stun you and leave you tied up? Of course we'll help you. Fred or George spoke for the group. What do you need? I'm gonna need you to make excuses for why I'm not around if anybody asks. Harry threw on his invisibility cloak. The other thing I need is for you to cause as much chaos as possible after dinner. That's when I'm supposed to marry Malfoy, and I'm gonna need every second I can to escape. You can count on us, Harry. One of the twins assured their friend. We won't let him get you. You four are the best friends a guy could ask for. Harry wiped a tear from his eye as he prepared to throw up the hood. And if I never see you again, I just want you to know that I love you guys. I'm coming with you, Harry. Hermione mustered up her courage. You've never traveled and you need an experienced guide. Without me, you wouldn't last a week before you became Mrs. Malfoy. Fine. Harry's fear overriding his normal objections. But what about your unrequited love affair with Ron? What love affair? Well, the two of you fight all the time, and everyone has been saying that it's because of the sexual tension between the two of you. Harry spoke quickly, not wanting to waste any more precious seconds than he had to. What? Ron shouted, glancing at Hermione. The two of us are just friends! Yeah. Hermione agreed. By your logic, Malfoy would be a better match for Ron than I would be. The two of them fight way more than the two of us do. You don't think I'm next, do you, Harry? Ron looked sicked as he Ron looked sicked as he considered Hermione's statement. If you can't have you, you'll come after me. I don't know, Ron! Harry came to a sudden decision. But before I go, I'll tell the goblins to let you access my account if you need to make a quick escape. Thanks, Harry. Ron let out the breath he'd been holding. You're a real pal. Ugh, whatever. Harry and Hermione began running towards the entrance. I have an announcement to make. The headmaster called out at the end of the evening meal. This is it, guys. Fred looked at the hard-faced Gryffindors that were sitting around him. Look at how smug those snake bastards are. Let's give them hell. A cheer from the Gryffindor table interrupted whatever the headmaster was going to say next, and the explosions that followed threatened to bring down the Great Hall's ceiling. The entire Gryffindor table erupted in fury and began casting spells at the Slytherin table. 
Give them hell, lads. Ron Weasley led the charge. Don't let up for one minute. Stop this at once. The headmaster raised his voice and began walking towards the conflict, only to be stopped by a cute little first year. I won't let you. The little girl called out defiantly as she confronted the man that was widely regarded as the most powerful in the Weisharding world. What? Dumbledore looked down at the child in confusion. Argomosk. and then bit down on his tongue to keep from filling her young ears with the obscenities from the pain in his shin. Take that! She cried, kicking her headmaster in the other shin. It took several hours for the professors to restore order and several more to coax the Gryffindor out of the empty classroom where they had made their last stand. In the end, several teams of Aurors had been called in, and even then it took nearly three hours and Molly Weasley to get them to come out. What's this all about? McGonagall hissed as she stared at her charges with undisguised rage. What could possibly cause you to revolt against the headmaster and attempt to destroy the school? The assorted Gryffindors stared at their head of house with and maintained their silence. Well? Minerva was close to the breaking point. We had to protect Tarry. A familiar little girl shot the headmaster a look that promised pain. From having to marry Malfoy. What? Minerva looked lost. What would give you the idea that Mr. Potters had to be protected? He told us that the headmaster was trying to force him to marry Malfoy to keep him from going rogue. Ron's jaw ached from being hit in one of the Auror's early attempts to force them out of their room. We may not be Ufflebuffs, but we look after our own. As one... I'm sorry. As one, the rest of the Gryffindor house nodded their agreement. That's absurd. The (laughs) 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 Okie dokie, artichokey. Mm, tried. Failed. I love it. I love it. That's absurd. The headmaster... Oh, no! <laughs> That's absurd. The headmaster would never... The headmaster cleared his throat, interrupting the Gryffindor head of house. Albus, it was all supposed to be a joke. The headmaster smiled nervously. Severus was telling me of a delightful muggle custom called May Fool's Day, and I didn't see the harm in pranking Harry for once. What? Minerva lost control. You are going to apologize to Mr. Potter right now, and you are not going to do something like this again, or I swear to you that if this happens again, I'll be right there beside my children throwing hexes. (laughs) Of course. The headmaster nodded, regaining a bit of control. Now, if you'll just tell me where Harry is so I can apologize to him. The Gryffindors all gave him hostile glares. I assure you that I never had any intention of forcing Harry to marry Mr. Malfoy, and furthermore, and... (laughs) <laughs> is that is that like a should I know that? Is that I don't a, know what is that, that is. A magic oh, word? I think that's it's like Latin. A curse word? That's not Latin. And Okay. <laughs> I assure you that I never had any intention of forcing Harry to marry Mr. Malfoy, and furthermore, Ankle Rand. <laughs> the little girl nodded in satisfaction as she watched the headmaster bite his tongue to refrain from cursing again. I don't believe you. Author's note. Another odd idea. The blame for this can be laid solely at the feet of Fangala Marie. The end. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Wow. What a text. (laughs) 
What a tax. How you feeling, Beth? No, I think surprising less, like surprisingly less horny than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, not like, very horny. The end game here was like, you have to get married. Yeah, as a joke. <laughs> but it was all a May Fool's Day prank. A May Fool's Day prank. I, 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 where to begin? Where to begin? <laughs> I mean, I feel like we could start at the beginning. Like the, the just the premise of being like, you have to marry him or he'll die. No, yes. he'll go rogue. No, that's, they said at one point. He'll, yeah. He'll die. And he'll also go, uh, because if you don't, I'm afraid that young Mr. Malfoy will die. And then he shook his head sadly. Uh, okay. See, a prank is never, it's not a good idea to couch a prank in like, Somebody's gonna faking die. a death. Well, can I actually, can I take this a step further? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I feel it's a bit problematic that the teachers at this mm-hmm. institution are perpetrating this, tra- this, oh. this prank against a yeah. child. Oh, yeah. Not just a teacher's, a teacher and the teacher of teachers, the <laughs> right. headmaster. Yeah. All easily 40 years older than Harry. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, Alyssa, Snape is, huh? How's your head? Never I'm a had master. Any Oh. Damn it! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that was the horniest thing that happened during. This <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. There was some fun gender play when Harry was like, "I'll be Mrs. Malfoy." <laughs> yes. Um, although I sort of feel like it was meant as an insult. Yeah, no, he wasn't like, like as excited about yeah. it as I am now. <laughs> But also, like, Harry took it in, like, everyone just took it in stride. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'll be Mrs. Malfoy. Like, is this a thing that they, like, that happens regularly that somebody's like, I'm going to marry this person whether or not they want me to. And it's going to happen, like, at the end of dinner. (laughs) Well, like, ultimately, what's supposed to happen is that the two of them will have a better understanding of one another. Like, they'll be forced (laughs) to marry. And ultimately, they'll just... They'll, they'll understand. They'll learn. Yeah. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. What an interesting take on marriage this whole piece is because yes. it says, it's like, oh, the part about Harry being like, why don't you just go back and uh, your unrequited love for Ron because you, because you guys are arguing. Like, <laughs> we can tell you guys love each other because mm-hmm. you argue so much. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? Mm-hmm. That was like the theme of a lot of music in the 20s. In the 1920s. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Cole Porter songs. Like, <laughs> this dame if- won't stop yelling at me. I think I love her back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I'll love her back. <laughs> she screams and she yells, but she's one. She's my gal. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll tell you what is common. All of the House of Gryffindor getting themselves in trouble for Harry's stupid little ass. Yeah. yeah. And look, I have a lot of compassion for Harry as you an actor. You inhabited the role. Thank yeah. you. I did sometimes hear myself as though I maybe sounded like the chimney sweep of Mary Poppins. <laughs> or you got a little artful dodger in there, too. A little, a little street urchin <laughs> But I was then I was thinking, I was like, well, Harry is an orphan, so like he should sound like one. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, we agree. We agree. Okay. Um, but yeah, Gryffindor is always like getting themselves into literally life or death situations yeah. mm-hmm. in Los Libros, the book. Mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but, and even in this, I mean, this isn't life or death necessarily, but they are I just what? Lobbing spells at 
Oh, God, I did circle that and line. And they had to bring in the oars. Yeah. <laughs> that's like, that's, you know. That's, that's how they took out Death Eater. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were just like, these kids have gone insane. Bring in the oars. Yeah. That's like bringing the National Guard. That's calling the National Guard on Kent State. You know what I mean? That SWAT team in the middle of, like, a <laughs> casual cafeteria. Yeah, Gryffindor like, got docked. Um, yeah. I also love that, like, we only learned through the narrate, like, that it was, like, Apparently, the students were taken to an empty classroom to, like, cool down. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? We've all been there. Go to the empty room and be with yourself for a second. You're disrupting everyone. Also, how big are, like, rooms in Harry Potter land? Well, is famously, of the school. famously, that school is a magic castle. So the rooms <laughs> well, are all just kind of, like, in the walls. I guess rooms are always kind of in the walls. <laughs> But like in Hogwarts, it's like the rooms can be literally anything. Physics, physics need not apply. Amen. You know, yeah. I, we don't have any need for physics here. I do like when Fred said, um, look how smug those snake bastards are. Let's give them hell. <laughs> yeah, it became. It, Let's give them hell, it, boys. It's going also, into war. You brought up the point that this is two adult teachers. Right. Darting a student. Draco has no lines. Draco might not wow. even be involved in this at all. Give voice to the voiceless. Yeah. Like all of the Slytherins could be like, what is happening? Right. Why is Gryffindor just attacking us right now? Absolutely. That's exactly what they're thinking. And then the Slytherins will rightfully defend themselves yeah. not understanding what's happening. And then what are the consequences there? Yeah. You know, you bring in the Aurors. Gryffindor is at fault. Gryff Gryffindor oh, are for no sure. Gryffindor house. notoriously is always at fault. But I also... They starting shit left and right for seven books. <laughs> it's true. They instigate everything. Absolutely. <laughs> also, I love that Harry's first instinct is to run away. Like, he's just oh like... Oh, my God. Like, historically... I've got to get out He, like, stands up to fight. But this time he was like... Throwing my stuff in a bag. Yeah. And getting out. Yeah. Invisibility cloak on. It's also, yeah, because he, at the beginning, they're like, and he started hatching a plan. Um, Can I go to my dorm for a few hours? <laughs> His whole plan was just like, I'm going to yeah. run away. <laughs> yeah. Go to a dorm. What, what, what house are you? Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw. Mm, I see that. So Claps I was. For Ravenclaw. So this is behind the scenes. You guys sent me a specific BuzzFeed. Mm -hmm. to take i know so, i know the source is questionable no but i thought what well, was really interesting so every time i take the test i'm a ravenclaw but this particular test then breaks down percentages, percentages. Mm -hmm. and i am my second house i always assumed i was a slytherin i was a hufflepuff <gasps> i was wow. shocked. shocked so it was ravenclaw hufflepuff gryffindor slytherin oh wow what? second to fourth yeah I was I was stunned to learn that about myself. What does that mean for you as a person? So Slytherins are super. That means you're probably more like loyal. You're probably a better friend than you think you are. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. So I, Give her the therapy, Alyssa. <laughs> Everybody back up. Everybody you sit down. don't think you're very loyal. I could I could no. tell. Well, you are. You look at like if you look at like a spectrum of houses, mm -hmm. you would have. I think that it would be. Truthfully, Slytherin sort of like out on the end. Ravenclaw, I would actually put close Closer. to Slytherin. Mm. And then mm. I would put Gryffindor and then I would put Hufflepuff at the other end. On the scale of like sort of uh, uh, drivenness and mercilessness. Yeah. You yeah, know, I see that. You know, because yeah. I think Slytherin, it's like driven 
at like will get done what has to get done doesn't mm-hmm. give a crap about consequences. Can we curse on this? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. doesn't give a shit about consequences. Ooh, yeah. yeah, you know. And then you have Ravenclaw, which is driven and wants the right answer. And will intellectualize yeah. an ethically ambiguous situation. Yeah, like we don't really have a. Sense They're consequentialists, of that. you know. Yeah. They're doing the math. Consequentialists, I like that. Absolutely, <laughs> Very cool. absolutely. They're doing the math. They're doing the ABC. Right. How many people die in this? How many people die in that? Right. Is dying worse than this? Boo 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 boo. And then you have Gryffindor, which is bravery, do the right thing, more sentimental. Figure out how to do that? Yes, connection, mm-hmm. loyalty, all of a that. A more sophisticated moral. Compass. Yes, and then you have Hufflepuff, which is just only kindness, in the fields. Goodness, <laughs> yeah, in the fields. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Wow. So you're more. Uh, are you like an I and are you like a T or an F on the Myers Briggs? Oh no, I never know what these are. Yeah. Um, what's don't... a T and what's an F? T is uh, thinking. F is feeling. Oh yeah. Okay. There you go. You know, I need to take a test. Yeah. I don't know. I th- I thought I was thinking. I'm feeling. <laughs> I never had a thought in my whole I goddamn life. Same. I feel like I cry too much for F not to be like ah! a big yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you got Hufflepuff up there in the numbers, I would yes. say maybe feeling. Maybe feeling. Yeah. yeah. But you are, but Ravenclaw, they're thinkers, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's all they are, really. Mm. <laughs> when you, they have, when you, no, yeah. 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 It's like robots. Because children they're- only have one of four personality traits. As J.K. Rowling has taught us, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe we shouldn't wander into the murky, in the murky, murky world. Oh, God, I, know. I know, right? It's, it's like ironic that she came up with "He Who Should Not Be Named" as a concept, and now she is "She Who Should Not Be Named." Wow, <laughs> she has That's embodied true. her greatest creation. Yeah, absolutely. We all do <laughs> it. it we all become our mothers. <laughs> Oh, man. I will say, plug for something that I'll never get yeah. anything from. But a couple years ago, I went to London with my parents. Mm. It was an adult vacation with my parents. <laughs> Plugging, we can plug adult vacations with your parents yes. on the pod. Yeah. Do it. This episode um, is brought to you by Adult Vacations with Your Parents. Yes. By Sandals Jamaica. Although now it's like... On a horny podcast, not adult vacation yeah. with your parents, but going on a vacation as, as an adult adults. with your parents. Yeah. Okay, all that to say, wow, let's bring this boat <laughs> back into the water. We went to the, in London, you can do the studio tour. So like the oh. studios where they recorded the films or filmed the films, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. they've like turned into a museum. And so you like take the train to a little shuttle bus and then you... Uh, walk through all of these sound stages and they've, you know, like the Great Hall is like basically the first room that you go into and they have costumes and they have props and then they have sets and it's absolutely incredible. So this studio was like, we'll make way more fucking money selling tickets and leaving these sets up here than we ever will renting the studio space to another production. Wow. It's like, I mean, it's like um, Hobbiton too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in New Zealand. Well, that was all, isn't that all on location? It's in like a field. And this farmer was like, <laughs> I'd rather, I'd rather have my sheep over here. And Peter Jackson was like, I promise you. I make promise a you, lot baby. More money. We're in yeah. the green and I ain't talking about wheat. <laughs> <laughs> I want to visit Hobbiton. Oh. I just started rewatching on HBO Max. They have the extended versions of all three movies. So I've watched the first two. And like small, like 
in mm-hmm. the new like remote work from home lifestyle when I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to take my hour long lunch now. And in that time, I'll watch an hour of Fellowship of the Rings. Yeah, in that time, I'll watch a three hour movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's, it's really good. Yeah, I, I bet, I bet the Harry, Harry Potter one. is the same thing because I had that overwhelming experience when I stepped on the grounds of Hobbiton. I wept i was the i went by myself i cried the whole time because i was like it's so beautiful and your f was showing all over my the f place was that all day. over that place uh, that's the power of cinema baby that's the power of storytelling gathered around the campfire <laughs> with a bunch of strangers telling stories um okay i feel like we would be remiss if we did not what argum argum oh we gotta Mars. talk about these okay Hit it! Hit us with the spelling, Alyssa. Okay, the first one is A R G E L M O C S C K. Almost Eastern European in its lack of vowels. Argelmosk. Very Cyrillic. <laughs> <laughs> Trey Cyrillic. Okay, I'm thinking that this is an indication that this little girl has kicked him in the shin, and that is kind of the. Like, uh, oh, you think it's just like the curse word that he said? Yeah, like article. Oh, that makes more. I don't know why, but it doesn't it makes- say that she kicked him or anything. But then he says, like, he bit down on his tongue to keep from filling her young ears with the obscenities from the pain in his shin. Unless he has deep vein thrombosis down there, you know what I mean? <laughs> and then, yeah, because she then kicks the other shin. So I think oh, that perhaps they've just left out. A bar where she kicks it. We as the reader are to assume that she kicks the shin. We're like, oh. It's kind of like a reveal. It's like you you sit in confusion for a few lines and then you're like, kick the other shit. Oh, suddenly everything is illuminated in the light of the past. I I think I want to commend the author who who appears to have created curse words. Or perhaps I'm just not deep enough into Harry Potter. Yeah. You know, oh no, this stop. is some real William Shakespeare shit going on, making yeah. up words for sure. And then there's the other one. At the, the one end. at the end is I'll spell it out. It's um A N K A L R E N R D. Uncle Renard. Uncle Renard. That one's different because it's not isolated. It's at the end of a sentence. That makes me think that these aren't actually words. These are um Onomatopoeias. Oh, no. You know what happened? That little girl kicked him in the shin again. Yeah. The next sentence is the little girl nodded in satisfaction as That's he watched I mean. the headmaster bite his tongue to refrain from cursing. <laughs> A lot of... Oh, this is maybe like the he, sound that it that is made when he wants to curse, but he's biting his tongue. And the key is we need to bite our tongues when we say it. But it's two oh, different oh, words. It's... Two yeah. exact same situations in which Dumbledore <laughs> says two different things to convey the same meaning, which is confusing as an audience. As an audience member. Well, you know how sometimes you stub your toe and you're like, shit. And then you sometimes you stub your toe and you're like, fuck. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> or yeah. And then yeah. sometimes if I'm Alyssa, I just go. I go, golly. Oh, oh is that boy. smarts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, brother. For real? Today? And that's when I loved my dad. (laughs) And that's when I fell in love again. (laughs) I love love the idea of writing a book and having people like shoot guns and punch and kick each other, but don't write it. Just write the reactions of other people. (laughs) (laughs) The reactions would be, okay, yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just being like, oh, we were sitting in the cafe. Ouch! (laughs) My stomach hurts. Why? There's a bullet. I'm bleeding. Oh, man. Yes. 
I feel like so this little girl has really mm-hmm. moved this yeah. scene forward. She's yes. very Unnamed important in terms of first year girl. Yeah. Yes. So I'm also like, why not make this fucking Ginny Weasley or something? Yes. Why not give this personality right. like give an identity to this character? Give the little girl a yeah. 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 I think it is it might just be that sort of thing in like like dorky like fan fiction where they're like, this little girl is good at karate. Pew, 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 pew. But it could be somebody who's actually. I'm sorry. Is pew, 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 yeah, pew, what are you talking sounds? about? I got, I got guns on the brain, you guys. I want, I want this little girl to like go nuts. She like pulled out her phaser to shoot people. Yeah. <laughs> well, isn't it? It's kind of like a literary trope of like the, 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 the innocent that emerges from the crowd and like does something heroic or like make something happen so that the hero can do something heroic, you know? Yeah. She's just a body throwing herself yeah, on the front lines. It, or Colin. It could be like the little boy at what Colin? Is that the boy who takes oh, pictures yeah. and obsessed with Harry? Who's like uh, that's his entire job. Colin is Quigley? Am I losing Colin. my mind? Colin Quigley. No, but the one in the second yeah. book who yeah. And then his younger brother comes after that. I just it's it's wild to me. It's like this person loves Harry Potter enough to write fan fiction. Like they have sat down. They're like, yeah. I have a love story to tell about tricking two children into getting married. <laughs> I to got one a another. love story to tell. Again, not that horny in my opinion. Not, yeah. Oh no. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to not name one character. I'm yeah. Well, he technically down. doesn't name Dumbledore either. He just calls him headmaster. Is it because he can't spell Dumbledore? He says it like at what, like very far into it after I'd already written Headmaster. Oh yeah, Dumbledore gave a grandfatherly smile. Yeah, but he calls him Headmaster. Grandfatherly, he's so gentle. Um, Dumbledore is so grandfatherly. Yeah, it's also Draco's not in this at all. Once the like hijinks ensue, Harry's also not in this at all. Right. Yeah, yeah. The two like main center of the conflict essentially absent it becomes about yeah it just becomes about the well and I the skirmish like something that could have enhanced this experience is to get a little bit more from snape about why he wanted this like he would need to have a conversation yeah. with someone outside of the you know community we have in this piece yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but i'm also like because we know that he has like nefarious means because it's always like you know she yeah, smiles evilly. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah, what's, what's going on? Sense of this what? is his. This is his payback for James Potter, like mercilessly, like bullying him for years, stealing the woman that he loves. Yes, exactly. Right. His comeback is like right. an April Fool's Day prank where I'm gonna make you marry. No, 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 <laughs> Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa. A May Fool's. Yeah, it's a May Fool's days. It's a May Fool's, Fool's days. days. May I Wild. have a Fool's day? May I have a Fool's day? Um, is there anything else we wanted to, any last, Mr. Malfoy will die. I feel like, yeah, there's a real de-escalation. Now that you've pointed out, like, he'll die. He's going to go rogue. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go rogue. Go rogue from living. (laughs) (laughs) He's absent without leave from life. Harry's run away and that Hermione chooses to go with him because she doesn't feel that he can survive. Honestly, not wrong. She's she's right. Yeah. yeah. Right, I, right. I mean, Harry's big old But then dumbass. she doesn't come up ever again. She's like, I will come with you. But then why doesn't Ron also go? Because if this is the idea from like book seven or whatever, where yeah. the three oh, of them yeah. go together and like 
Harry's like, I don't want to break up your love story. Ron could just be like, okay, I'll come with you guys. Yeah, so what that the we fuck stay- is Ron doing? Like, what's he doing? Yeah, what is he doing? Wait a minute. He's Wait not even on the Quidditch team. Wait a minute. What He's is Snape. he doing? <laughs> what is he doing? Hold on. He's been McGonagall the whole time. Oh my God, Minerva. Minerva. Um, oh, this is McGonagall. I love it. Ooh. Um, this is beautiful. This is sort of like a standalone chapter. So I think the question we want to ask you is if you were to write Harry Potter fan fiction, yeah. what would you do? Oh my gosh. Who are you marrying? Who are you running away from? <laughs> Who, Who are, are you, fucking? you? Who are you killing? Who are you kicking well, in the shit? Well, am I writing fan fiction or am I writing horny fan fiction? Either, whichever flows um, your boat. Yeah. I feel How like... horny are you right now? <laughs> it's, I'm consistently at a 100%. <laughs> um, I feel like a delightful. Ooh, that sounds pervy and weird. I you. I want to write about these underage experience. children. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there could be very fun, sweet, funny mm-hmm. fan fiction of like Ron and Hermione losing their virginities to, to like to one another. Ooh, that would be like, great. Like Fumbling Hermione reads about it. Dark. She goes yeah. about it very yeah. Like, like they've decided, you know, they're gonna have their prom or whatever. They're gonna yes. like the do Yule it. Ball. That's yeah. a great deleted scene. In like, like the Harry Potter universe, which is, I right guess, right. what fan fiction is. Deleted scenes. From the universe. Whoa. Boom. That's right. <laughs> Put that on a fucking shirt and sell it, bitch. <laughs> that is super great. That would yeah, be that, great. I love that idea. But I also feel like I'd be super into like weird bureaucracy, like going to like the, oh, what, what oh, is the it? Ministry of Magic. Ministry of Magic. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And like... Following like the secretary pool. Yeah, like, they, if they want to make Fox, they should yeah. do a Veep style Ministry of Magic show. Oh yeah, Warner Brothers. Fun. There you go. It's free. <laughs> we could sell this for like a million dollars. We could sell this idea for so much money. Stop yes. it! Don't. It's not for free. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I think that's a great idea too. Yeah. The politics of that whole situation. Yeah, because it's it is like. A big part of the books. We forget about that because we read it when we were like children. But that's like a huge plot point is that they're yeah. like Cornelius Fudge is stepping down and yeah, and what's her name? The like the cat lady is <laughs> taking over. Uh huh. The political yeah. implications of are uh, wild. Being a wizard. Yeah, wizard Harry. <laughs> there's magic, but there's also law, bitch. <laughs> Policy making. Yeah, there's no physics, but there are man's laws. Ooh, or what about hu- human wizard relationships? Like navigating mm. that. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? How do? Oh my god! How do wizards use magic in the bedroom at all? Yes. What does that uh-huh. mean? Like anything's a vibrator when you're a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> A vibrato, vibrato, vibrato. That's the vibrator I mean, spell. Like, yeah, you can make anything do anything. So, like, like, why not? Honestly, that I cannot believe that was deleted from these children's books that we read. The vibrato spell. The vibrato spell. Yeah, this Perhaps. can vibrate anything, sexual or not. Just that. What is that, Professor Sprout? Yeah. <laughs> Just like. Everybody come over here. <laughs> professor Sprout, who's that? The herbology professor. Of course. Why did I even have a guess the name is fucking Sprout? <laughs> Don't you remember they have to wear their little head head When the shrieking mandrakes they, like, came out? They okay. pot the plants and then they all poor Neville who got Aww. real hot. 
Woo. There you go. Film. That's not even fan fiction. That's fan fact. Life. Fan fact. <laughs> fan fact. That's better. <laughs> Thanks, Alyssa. <laughs> that's why we're a great team because I have good ideas and you agree. <laughs> but every great partnership is built on. Yeah. Particularly uh-huh. from the 1920s. I'm the so man. Yeah. Bring it back, Y'all yeah, ready for I'll go around? Um, I don't right, think it's well, going to get any better than that. Yeah, I, that's, that's the climax. <laughs> uh, but where can we see you perform? Do oh, yeah. Things? Where are you sure. on internet? Um, I am on um, Instagram, but it's a private account. But you can ask okay. to follow me okay. um, at EC Slack. I perform with Premiere, the improvised musical, at the Magnet Theater, which has just started doing in-person performances. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We have a couple, well, at... In August, but I think that yeah, this yeah, is this will be Bulletin August is gone. The shows in August were amazing. I'm you missed them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Neither are we. Don't worry. Absolutely. This is. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. So premiere at the Magnet Theater. Um, I've also been part of a show called Shits Probe, which is performing at Asylum. Um, and I'm hoping that that will be ongoing. And then Alyssa and I sometimes do a Ooh. show together called Empire yes. with Squirrel Theater at Caveat. Mm-hmm. So Lots you of musical live, improv. Yeah, yeah. If you live in New York if, and if you're hearing these voices and you're like, what the fuck do they look like? Go to their show. Go to the show. Buy a ticket. Truly, Beth is an unreal musical improviser. Um, it's as unbelievable. Is Alyssa. Alyssa Davis is like... It's dumb how good she is. Yeah, and I'm a great um, audience member. Yeah. <laughs> Riley, to be fair, I've never performed with you, so I know. perhaps you would blow my mind as well. Well, yeah. it's it's a rare honor few have had the pleasure of experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I consider this performing. Oh, it is. Oh, for so sure. So now, look, we brought our we broke our virginity together. We did. I Just hope someone like... writes about this. What ah! <laughs> they imagine it looks like. Oh God, yeah. we got to get someone to listen to it first. Okay, that is <laughs> all that. we got time for. I think uh, you can always find us at Fan Fiction the Podcast on Instagram. Follow us. Send us a message. Send us send whatever us you love. fucking want. Yeah, send uh, us some love. And um, we'll see you very soon. Goodbye. Uncle Rond. Goodbye, Uncle Rond. <laughs> Goodbye, Uncle Rond. <gasps>